0: Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award winning movie Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe.
1: We're gonna. Have it.
2: You're listening to Oilers Nation Radio, presented by The Nation Network. Subscribe for free on iTunes,
3: Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Oilers Nation Radio on a Tuesday. Tuesday. You'd think we'd be celebratory mood today, but the Oilers start 0-2. Is it a disaster? No. Is it annoying? You're fucking right it is. We'll get there.
4: It's not as much fun as I thought we'd be having right now.
3: We'll get there. But today... We can be a little bit salty. That's why we started off with a delicious debate for our friends at Oodle Noodle, 16 locations and counting. If you are in Edmonton, go buy any of the Edmonton locations. Grab yourself some spring rolls, some green onion cakes, maybe a Tokyo glaze and a Free Willis Nation sticker. Got it? Good. Tyler, yep. we start off with a delicious debate every single podcast. What have you got for us today? Here's what I
4: got for you guys today. Here we go. Oh, and to start. Not ideal. A lot of people freaking out. Some of it a little unnecessary. But the question to the group is... Is there anything to be legitimately concerned about?
3: I'll jump in. I mean, like panic concerned. No, first of all, that is the most important. Yeah. If I'm concerned, it probably would be that the others have scored one five on five goal in two games. And the only people to register point are the first unit power play people, even though three of them got a point on the lone five on five goal. So I guess if I'm picking... Lack of five on five scoring is a concern for me through two games.
5: I just don't think we haven't, we haven't found our identity yet. You know, I think there's something to be said about us not really having one over the last couple of years and they're trying to figure out exactly who we are, what we do, but they're out there and they're not really doing anything as a team quite yet. They're, they don't have that power play yet. They're not dominating five on five. They're not out there, you know, blowing past everybody yet. They're kind of just out there playing. So if, if game two was game one, like we spoke of it, then I'm not terribly upset, both game two being right after game one and the way those two go together. I'm not very happy with it, but I'm not uh, I'm not worried or afraid or, or anything quite yet. Um, I think two games is too small, It's too small of a, of a sample size. And even if it was eight nothing, both games for us, I think it kind of have to be gonna, in the same I'll phrase spot. it differently.
3: Two games. Nobody should freak out. No, certainly something has annoyed you in those two games.
5: Yeah, we just haven't looked like this team should and they can play. And in order for them to win the cup, like every, like a lot of people expect to, like the most people in this room do it like I do myself. Um, they can't win it by playing like this. Can they play better? A hell, Yeah, yeah, they can play a hell of a lot better. Um, it's just it's got to happen. Like, get to it, guys.
4: I, I think where I'll push back on kind of what you said or my counterpoint to it is. I don't think it's that they haven't found their identity. it's that their identity is the same thing it always has been, and we just don't like it. Their identity through two games is McDavid and dry or nothing.
5: well it should be at this point that third line has to be able should to take be. yeah, and that's what we've I mean, never that's, seen that no, but I mean that's that's our next step in our evolution sure, of the yeah. team right now as we as we try and make our way up for the cup um that third line needs to take a step this year hmm that second line needs to. You know, the top six needs to go out there and dominate pretty much whoever you're playing, because I don't care who we're playing. It's going to be very difficult for them to put out three players better than the three forwards we have out there.
3: Liam, what do you think?
6: Something I'm concerned about is the lack of effort in the defensive zone. I think when we watched, Tyler and I watch back the goals from the other night, you see the first two goals go in and they both tips in front. And those guys are so untouched. And one of them is Hoglander, who's the smallest guy on the ice. Like, Why is nobody just bullying that guy away from the front of the net? And it just seems like nobody wants to play on one side of the red line. Everyone wants to attack and be aggressive on the other side, which we saw on the first goal of the game from the Oilers, but in the second half of the ice, and everyone goes untouched. And I think there needs to be more discipline back there and accountability to to making a better effort. And I think that'll go. I think the Oilers would have won that game if they had been if they had a better work ethic in the defensive zone. If you look at all four of their goals, I'm not trying to take away anything from the Canucks because they scored four goals, we scored three, but they didn't really have to work too hard for their goals. So just try
5: it as hard at being defensive as they do at being offensive.
3: Yeah.
6: Simple. Basically, that's it. Play a good two-way game.
3: Be as proud in the defensive zone as you are in the offensive zone. I couldn't agree more. Should we be printing these out and Maybe.
5: maybe like sending them down? Well, actually, what I think these could be, right, FedEx them is, right in there. Do you know
6: sometimes when you go to a house and it's like, dream big? And yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. A big sticker on all. We could do I that, that initially. praying
3: and loving. For forever. Years now.
6: Forever. Yeah. yeah. Just do it. Another one. Mm. That could be in here, right there. So we We're need a card s- at both ends of the ice. So we need a bunch of stickers, William. and then
5: somebody in this room has to find a way to get into the dressing room mm-hmm. and start posting them
6: everywhere. We do have inside men,
1: Gregor. <laughs>
3: Zach Lang right now is at Commonwealth Stadium to interview Kevin Lowe as part of the Heritage uh, Classic festivities. (laughs) Oh, let's yeah, get Kevin nice.
4: Low on board. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you do. I'm going to agree with you for my answer. BM and just say the lack of support from the other top six, top nine pieces. Like the third line has been fine. They haven't scored, but through two games, I'm not looking at them being like, "Oh, you need to score a bunch of goals every two games for like you to be successful." Third line can just break even every three, four games, have a good night offensively, and like you'll probably be somewhat happy with that. Um, the Kane Hyman. Nuge at five on five, at least they haven't done enough. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a big reason why. Brown's not even in the top. So oh yeah. Connor Brown. <laughs> yeah. I I forgot down, about right? Connor Brown, like reading off. There's only four names oh, I had yeah, to remember. I and the, I forgot Connor Brown.
3: I've got the line combos here. We'll get to that in a sec. Nation Dan, what are you uh, kind of concerned about through two games, even though it's too early to press any kind of
1: panic button? Yeah. Uh, first of all, I would be more concerned with, I think the preseason hype around the Vancouver Canucks. I think that that's a good team out there. And, and I think that they're going to be in the mix for the playoffs. So that's the first thing. And then the second thing is just kind of building off what you guys have already said, which is just the the, the forwards in the top six have to be more dangerous in the offensive zone and creating more chances. So, yeah, it's 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 frustrating for a team that last year felt like any game they were in, if they, even if there was a two-goal deficit, you were still in it. But uh, it doesn't feel like it right now. And I think they'll get there.
5: Yep, they have to yeah. realize every team is going to come out against them and give Circled them their best, the and give them their best. Circled on the so, you know, like if you go through the whole list of <laughs> prognosticators and who they who they pick to uh, to win the cup, I think we're probably in the majority. Of course, so these guys need to realize that and understand that you're going to be getting the best from your opposition. Every different
7: night.
3: chapter of the same story as like last night. You're telling me that the Chicago Blackhawks didn't go into Toronto, and want to make some noise there?
1: Well, I was going to say too. The Carolina it's Hurricanes, not like their fans are. <laughs> yeah, the Carolina not. Hurricanes were the were probably the second most <laughs> cited team by prognosticators out mm-hmm. there, and they just got thrashed by the Anaheim Ducks. But I did have great jerseys on, so I understand how they got that
6: extra low Which ones did they have on? Mighty the Ducks? Mighty Ducks ones. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't like them as much. You don't like I
3: the think Mighty the ducks colors ones? are cool.
4: I think they're fine. I wasn't a big fan of the logo, but I would be a fan of the Ducks going to that color scheme full time.
3: <laughs> I want to hear from you if you're listening to this. Owen Radio Podcast Twitter and Instagram. What's upsetting you right now? Yes, the results are annoying. No, we shouldn't be panicking. There are reasons to be upset to me. Five on five scoring. Where are you at? Where are you at? Maybe a save. Maybe a save might be nice. No one said that. Not to hang it on Stu, but like.
5: I just I can't even look at the guys in the crease yet.
3: Uh, I, I, I can. can on one goal. I can. I will point a finger at him. You need to be back. Rick. It's just it's a, the it's guys out. If
5: once those okay, if, if if the five guys outside the crease start playing,
3: they will then to I,
5: but that's that's. That's who we are. We're not a goalie first team. We're an offense first team. Score, Those guys
4: need to drive. When you shoot
5: forty
3: one shots on net to sixteen and you lose four three, it's kind of like yeah,
4: that Lafferty goal can't go in. He didn't play that two on zero goal great, but it's a two on zero, so fine. But Rick, we I know, but we sit there, we sit there and go, oh, got deflected in front of the crease. Can't blame Stu. This happened. Can't blame Stu. Can't blame Jack. The other
3: end of the ice, Casey Smith is standing on his.
4: And every team you play is making crazy saves on McDavid and Drysdale and all these guys, like big stops. On quality chances, like stop more quality chances. Like it's not it, modern goalies should be stopping a good chunk of the quality chances they face. or those goalies
5: aren't doing that. I don't think that. it's needs to score like, more.
3: He needs. Well, yes, he does. Number one, he doesn't have a single goal.
5: Mm-hmm. No, I said this team oh, needs, I to said, Stu needs to
3: score more. <laughs> and I'm like, well, he doesn't even he have a one goal, goal in that first game. Not even game. a point. Not even one.
6: But I think to like, I agree with what Tyler said. Like you look at San Jose in Colorado the other night. Like Mackenzie Blackwood made like 50-something 50 saves. 51, yeah. And Colorado still managed to come away over two on win because that goalie made saves.
5: Yeah, I mean, your goalie, yeah, it does help. But right now, I'm focused more on the guys outside the crease. I, That's I, our biggest issue right and, now.
6: And I think on that fourth goal, the game went and won from Lafferty. When you look back at it, there's a mistake from Connor Brown in the offensive zone because he doesn't get a puck off the boards. Mm-hmm. That immediately leads into a transition from Vancouver. And then Eckholm is beaten.
3: Ekholm by, looked rusty. By a step.
6: And then he recovers pretty well, to his credit, and then Lafferty gets a shot away. Was, shot. Stu's got to stop that, but it was a But then Ekholm's got to make error. the day, but then Brown's yeah, got it was, to do A, so error just error co- error it just compounds, compounds, yeah. compounds. You just, you compounds. just need, just need your goalie to make that save, and the Oilers win that game. And there were yeah, moments...
4: If Brown was, does his thing, I, then I that agree, doesn't get there But there were moments so where so the Canucks on. coughed up a lot of pucks behind their own goal line. Casey DeSmith bailed them out. And Casey DeSmith bailed them out. Oilers didn't get bailed out. Which like, yeah, they played bad, but it's also just worth noting that like throughout the course of a year, you'd like to be bailed out a little bit.
5: One hundred percent. But yeah, this I, at this point, still, I'm just looking at the guys with the sticks. I'm looking at all inside
3: the crease. I don't think that there are many guys in Oilers jerseys that could be like, you know what, first two <coughs> games gone well for me.
5: No, no, the whole many. the whole team. If you're looking in the mirror, nobody yeah. can be happy with themselves.
3: That's what I'm getting at. What did we want?
5: Holloway's not going to be too
6: Holloway? terribly upset no. with this game, but he's just probably. The best of the worst.
3: Power play starting to come alive. Yeah. You'd like to see that PK still an issue.
5: <laughs> so bad. I really like the third. dude's not even in a league yeah. anymore. What are you smart at him about?
1: Maybe we, we should. Some uh, good opportunities. Yeah. Third line. Maybe. I want to hear the-
3: from you. Yeah. <laughs> What's annoying you right now about the Edmonton Oilers? Hit us up. Owen radio podcast, Twitter and Instagram. I want to know tonight, Nashville. We're gonna do a little preview. We're gonna do it for our friends at Century Mile racetrack and casino. You're looking for something to do this week, this weekend. Why not go check out the ponies? Once you're done with the ponies, why don't you go downstairs and hit up the tables? When you're done with the tables, wander back on upstairs and hit up the buffet. Diversity. You're getting your steps in, you're getting your stairs in, you're getting all kinds of activities. In.
4: Believe that they, they do call that Rick, diversifying your portfolio. I believe that. Yeah, exactly.
3: Winning on
5: ponies, winning on tables. Yeah. You can't just gamble in the you NFL. That's
3: for, Dan the, for. The dual threat. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. That's part of my retirement plan.
1: And if you don't, a buffet is always a win. <laughs> True, you can have a fail at a buffet. 100%. I yeah, love buff. a buffet.
3: Century, a mile, racetrack, and a casino. Go check them out. They are good people, and you're going to have a great time when you're out there. Let's look ahead at tonight's game against the Nashville Predators. So, you guys mentioned some new line combos. I've got them for you. Let me know what you think. Let me go through the top six first Kane, Drysidle, McDavid. Nuclear options back together. Game three. Line two, Fogel, Nuge, Hyman. Line three, Holloway, McLeod, Brown. Line four, Ernie, Yanmark, Ryan. Tyler, your up
4: uh, Fourth line doesn't really have me believing in it a whole heck of a lot after what we saw kind of in their first game together. Um I'm not sure if Warren Fogel's the guy that deserved a promotion. I'm not sure if I like going nuclear in the third game of the season for the entire game. I know you don't like that. Let me see. Like, do you think? But I also am a guy who sat here and was like, if you think it gives you your best chance to outscore the other team by three or four goals, then just do it for the whole game. Like, yeah, I hate the whole half pregnant approach of like, ah, uh, we'll, we'll start with them separate, and then like, then if it's not going well, then we'll just go to them. Like, either do it or don't. So, I somewhat props for just saying, F it, I'm doing it, but I still don't like
3: it. I wonder it. how, much. and of course, it's not a must-win game, that's ridiculous in Game 3, but spiritually... <laughs> I wonder if they go, all right, boys, we got to win this fucking game. We'll well,
1: that's, that's what the move screams to me. That's football. what I think. Yeah. is it's just uh, and that's what the narrative is going to be from the, the outside media is that all oh, the Oilers have already gone back to the well. And that's fine. It's fine. I if it works well. and it, the Oilers are going to win the game, who cares? But I, I, yeah, I'm not a fan of it. If you were going to start the season like this, then I don't know. Just stick with your guys. Why did we bring Connor Brown in to sit him on, on the, the third, third line? line. <laughs> I, I, like, I don't know. It's just frustrating to me, but
3: Liam, what do you think of these new line combos? Um, I
6: don't know. Not a not a ton. I think it's strange to go to dry and me David so early. But for me, it's the, it's the Vanderkane. that's the one that needs to show up now. If you're the one that gets to play with both those guys, you probably need to chip in with a goal tonight too, or a bit more contribution. And then also like a Brown. Like I know, I agree. Like we brought him in to be a top six forward, but maybe do something, and you won't be on the third line in game three. Fogel, I I said this the other day, the other show too. I think it's maybe a bit of a credit to the third line of how well they've played that now it's okay. Well, they've played well. Maybe they can get Brown going and Fogel's been creating something. Maybe you can get the second line going a little bit, which isn't good in game three. Also, (laughs) (laughs) I think they should just just go 11 and seven.
5: Like, why, why, why not? I like 11 and seven too. I like keeping, the, I like the seven defensemen. I like the, the, having 11 forwards where you get start yeah. where you start circling or start cycling Connor and Leon through other, through other wing co- combos. I don't hate it.
3: I, just, I yeah. think this team plays well. 11, seven. I find it interesting.
5: Like, yeah. Nice. No, I think that's where it is. Though. The
3: fourth line is what you're going to go with is Adam right. Ernie, right. Matthias, yeah, Mark and Derek Ryan. It's like.
5: Draw, yeah. Rather, I would rather out. have Vinny out there, you drop Ernie and cycle Connor and Leon.
3: Spreads out the minutes on the D. I, I think that's probably and it also throws a complication to
5: to the opposition. They don't know when Connor and Leon are coming out. They don't know who they're coming out with. Yep. And I, to be fair, I if if you're going to put them together. I prefer not starting that way. I like to sprinkle it in during the game because that's when you don't know when it's coming.
4: I'm fine with sprinkling you know I mean? it in during the game, like after a PK or something. After a PK, after an icing, whatever. My problem has always just been when he goes to it full time. Yeah, it's I like,
5: guess. I mean, if you're doing, I would. I don't want to say that one nothing, two nothing. I guess that when we saw it at the three nothing mark or the four nothing mark of whatever yeah. game that was, um, I didn't mind that much. But I'd I prefer to sprinkle it in and to generate matchup. Challenges that the opposition is not ready for.
3: <laughs> Another thing worth noting today well, there's a couple things. Matthias Eckholm goes back to Nashville for the first time. The content coming out pregame, adorable, wholesome.
4: Hey, Whoa. man, Barry, both cutie pies.
3: Cutie patooties. Other thing is that I want to mention though, soup gets to start today. Anybody surprised?
5: Not really. I'm not. No. I mean, I, I'm not. I, you, you could have said either goaltender, and I wasn't going to be surprised. I
3: think right now it's a rotation. I believe until somebody grabs it.
5: Win and win and you're win in. Win and you're in. That's fair.
4: I'm all in on that because now the guy's been great so far. Now the guys grabbed the bull by the horns, but again, it's only
6: been six periods, so we'll see.
3: Yeah, we'll see. Mm. So we've got three periods, or er, no, one two. and a half. Yeah,
6: two. Yeah, I mean, it's not like Skinner grabbed the net, like we said. I would also just like it to be established eventually, because I think then you get to the part of like, oh, well, Campbell's won five in a row, but he lost. Like, is it Skinner's turn now? Like, something like that happens
3: eventually. He'll figure it out eventually. Mm. But right now, win and you're in. I think that's how it's got to be. When you got
5: dueling 70s. And even in the the first two games, (laughs) it was not going to be that, right? We knew they were going to go one and one.
3: Yep. Yep. But like if on Saturday night, if Stu shut the door, he'd be playing today. Yeah. Yes. He didn't. Yeah, he did Jack's back.
6: He certainly did not.
3: The other thing worth mentioning is the weather's are in Nashville. And I quote from Jason Greger's game notes at WithersNation.com since October 27th, 2008. The Oilers are nine zero and 2 versus Nashville, but has mainly been the Leon Drysaddle show. Drysaddle has scored 20 goals and 30 points in the first 10 games before being held off the score sheet in their last meeting. Leon Drysaddle very, very much enjoys playing the Nashville Predators. And man, would I love him to have a big night against them today.
6: I think you will. And I will be hitting it hard over on Bellway. Plus 115 to score? Eight goals, eight assists, in his last six
4: games played against the Nashville Predators. He is, I've talked to this a couple of times now. It's weird that this is the matchup he dominates. UC Soros, Roman Yossi, think of past years, how many good defensemen that they know have.
3: I was there and that mix
4: too. Yeah, and Pekka Renee's numbers, are like spectacular against the Oilers. Soros's numbers, even as a whole, if you, and last year wasn't great, but before that, spectacular against the Oilers. Nashville is known as a shut it down, win the game 3 2 kind of team and somehow this is the team Leon Dreisaitl is just unstoppable against it's weird right like if he was doing this against Chicago or Arizona the last couple of years or San Jose you'd be like oh yeah he's just beating the hell out of a shitty opponent but like Nashville's been a pretty good respectable team for a handful of years
1: what if it's the color yellow and we just need to get a yellow visor for him sure. it's uh-huh. like uh, his bowl color. color Yes, you know
6: but no one's considered that
1: until now well, could be an option yes. yellow makes him angry Bring back the colored visors. Let's do it.
6: Mm-hmm. It's been a while. It would be I wonder what his numbers are compared to home in a way. Like does he just dominate in Nashville? Or I can't confirm he does. I was there for one of them. Yeah. Got a hat trick. Because then yep. maybe that maybe we should consider the yellow idea.
3: That reminds me now of when you guys were down in Nashville and he got a hat trick and Waz didn't throw his fucking cowboy Waz hat. Oh uh, yes. Even though Rick offered to buy him a new one.
6: It's ridiculous. <laughs>
7: <laughs>
4: All right. So Leon dry settled in his last uh, 23 games against the Preds has 31 points as, uh, as the graphic you flashed up for those watching on YouTube showed uh, in his 12 home games against the Preds, nine goals, eight assists. Okay. Pretty good. 17. In the road games against the Preds, 18 points in 11 games, uh, 13 of them goals. Sweet. He's
5: so he's yellow. It is well, no, goal. I mean, the point differentiates, the points are almost the same there. Just, just he, likes to, he likes to score a little more.
3: What's that? Goals count as <laughs> <is> three. <laughs> there, you have it. there you have it. What do you, what kind of keys to victory would you have tonight if we're going to do like a simple show takeaway from any Sportsnet broadcast ever? Like Oilers have to be better in their defensive zone. Has to be one. Need a save. Has to be two. And somebody other than Connor and Leon needs to score a fucking goal. I think that's the only three.
4: <laughs> I'll, I'll give you, you mentioned this is the classic Sportsnet vanilla hockey question. Yeah. I'll give you the classic answer. Limit mistakes.
1: <laughs> Get the pucks in deep. <laughs> score more goals than the other team. Like, a, limiting
4: limiting. Limiting mistakes. You go back to the last game. Like how many mistakes did we say there were on the Lafferty goal? It was like Brown messed up. Then Ekholm couldn't keep strides. Then Skinner lets it in. Three mistakes. The goal everyone's screaming at Darnell Nurse about. The one, the the two on zero the other way where Nurse Mm -hmm. pinches in. Okay. Nurse pinched in. Hit the net. Hit the net. Obviously. Please. We all know what happens. If you're going to miss
3: the net, miss short side, not far side. Yeah.
4: Like all time bonehead play when you're on an odd man rush. Don't shoot the puck wide of the net because we know what happens. Um, And the third thing. Darnell Nurse jumped up in the rush and was actually in an unbelievable spot to get a scoring chance. Ryan McLeod just had to look the other way and go, that guy's wide open in the slot. Bing! Instead, he passed it to Warren Fogle, who was almost at the goal line by that point. (laughs) Not exactly a smart play. Cody Cece jumped up in the rush and was about the distance from me to Rick away from Ryan McLeod, the puck carrier. That doesn't make any sense. Like, but it's not even like it was one mistake on every goal. It was like they messed up three or four times on every goal and then finally got burned. And it's yeah, like everybody oh my God. made a
3: mistake on that. Yeah. I think my favorite part of that 2-0 goal was uh, watching Cody CC coast back oh to the goal. Goodness, yeah. Best view in the house. What other keys to victory do they need, boys? Oh,
4: I think man. we kind of covered it. Yeah, I think we did it. Less mistakes, play harder, like just don't lose the game. Like you're good enough to go out. The Oilers are a skilled enough team that if they go out and play average, they will win two of every three games.
3: I'm thinking about a team who's having a hard time scoring five on five goals right now. So if I'm going to add another key to victory, make like difficult for Saros. He's very, very good. Mm -hmm. Get in his kitchen. I thought the Oilers actually did a good job of that on Saturday night of trying to get some greasy goals from right around the crease and hacking away at loose pucks. I love garbage goals. They're beautiful to me. And you're probably going to need to score at least one or two tonight against Soros.
4: Yep. Uh, like we talked about that too. You look at the dry settle goal, get your nose dirty, go to the net. Even the McDavid goal. Don't just be floating around because it's a power play. Go to the net. Both of them got goals off that. The Nuge goal is just a sniper. Yeah, you McDavid just...
1: David may not get an easier goal than his. Sell the work. Make your he own break. sell fish in
3: there, you yeah, know? It's fair. Worst of all... I had to listen to the first five minutes of Canuck's conversation because David Quadrelli kept sending it to me over and over and over again. Oh my God. Of just pure trolling.
6: That man didn't say a word when he was in this office. Mm-hmm. As soon as he steps out of our city, got a lot to say about himself. That's right. It's quite something. Mm-hmm. Called Aaron onto the show directly to make fun of him. That's, That's right. That little guy from over there? I'm telling
4: HR. The guy? Yes. Yeah, yeah a <laughs> Oh, <laughs> if we're chirping quads for being small, he sat on the couch in the other studio to do. Oh, and every day his feet didn't touch the ground. Yeah, he was
6: swinging his feet. He, he
4: also said, suit.
6: "I'm not a Canucks fan." He did I'm say he's not a Canucks fan, and then Quinn Hughes is the best defenseman in the league. Hughes and Hronik were the best pairing in the league
7: Oh, jeez. And then not a Canucks fan. And then ten wow. seconds
4: after that, he goes, "I think we have a good chance of winning tonight." And I was like, "Hmm." We, we. interesting quadrelli.
3: Let's look at a guy who got bumped down the lineup a little bit. Connor Brown moving from the first line next to Connor down to the third line next to McLeod. He looks to me through a couple of games, like a guy who hasn't played in almost a calendar year. Oh, so exactly what he is. Yeah. Yeah, He's going to take 10, 15 games to get going. That's why I don't mind bumping him down.
5: No, I don't think it's that big of a deal anyways, because I said this last year. I don't think we're a top six, bottom six team. We have a top nine.
4: Oh. And a bottom three. Well, as of right now, I think we have a top three, then a bottom nine. But well, we're supposed we'll to have it. Going. When,
5: when this team plays <laughs> properly, when they play to their, to their full capabilities, they're a top nine and a bottom three.
3: Mm-hmm. Another thing that's chapping my ass. Bold. Penalty kill. Can't kill shit. Except my spirits. <laughs> it's <Kill> that. <laughs> a good line. It's a good line. Thank you. <laughs> It's what been are bad. Making the, what do you make of the PK right now? Again, we're two games in, but they they're at like what fifty oh, percent.
4: But like, and what are you supposed to do on the PK? Like the basic stuff: protect the middle of the ice, protect the front of your net. If they want to screw around on the outside, like you kind of let them. Is let them
5: play on the perimeter? All you yeah, want.
4: and you look at the goals they got, and it's like guy goes to the net untouched Oilers defenseman are like ah damn went
6: in. It's almost like they're told not to do it. Like in a, a weird way that, for me, that just would be such an instinctual thing to see someone go to the net, yeah, and do something about it. Where I'm but you're so, like, I don't know what they, just, I don't
5: know what they're teaching them now, but you know, back when I was playing, you definitely remove the guy, but I don't right. think you do that anymore because you get
6: fucking penalty for those. But though. it's like, I no, it was, you can play hard. I think it was Ekholm who was the defenseman on the first goal. Is ever Ekholm or CeCe. Like those two guys have been in the league long enough that Kulak they, got burned on the other one. Kulak was the other one, but they should have the instinct to be like. I don't care what you told me. This guy's in the way. Like, do something about it. Broberg yeah. was on ice for the ice for both of them, but he was the, the defenseman further away from the guy who tips it. Mm-hmm. Just, I don't know, it's such a weird move to do nothing. But that's the
5: unfortunate thing. That's why they, like, the show isn't very good right now, because all we're saying is the exact same stuff. The team is... Flat tire in every aspect of, of of the game right now. I think the show's been. Fine. Well, I, I mean, <laughs> no, no. When it comes to like, when it comes to like everything, we're we're all Damn. we're all agreeing Dude. the same way. We're all You're saying right. essentially the same thing, but it's because they're just playing on a flat tire in every aspect yeah. of the game right now. Yeah. There okay. isn't one where they're like, okay, that's good. There's not one where they like, that, that that's bad. They're all just you know
4: fucking four out of ten.
3: Bold take. Next year, instead of arriving early for the captain skates, come and show
4: up the day of. Oilers right. opt out of NHL preseason. Yeah. There's go none. We're not playing once. See? So we're playing extra out. now.
3: Gotta figure something out. Boys are too tired after those captain skills. Sleepy guys.
4: <laughs> we're taking a
5: tour through Europe and playing their best teams for the first two weeks before we get over here.
3: Why not? We talked about Soup getting the start tonight. What do you need to see from Jack Campbell? Save. Just like, simple hockey, man. Do you have, hockey, do you have any numbers or anything you want to attach to him? until no. t- too early? Just make the saves?
4: I'm going back to the same rules last year. Won't complain if he's 900 or better.
5: No numbers visually. As long as he looks like he's... If you feel like he was comfortable in net and had a good game, then you're laughing.
6: Yeah, I think that's a fair way to do it. But help the guy. Yeah. 100%. Help the guy in front and will be fine. Like That goal is, is back to the same argument we just had. But there was that goal that stands out to me in the first game where they had three cracks at scoring Yeah, score I was going to say goal. his
3: third rebound. Like,
6: come on. Like, help the guy out a little bit. Take the penalty if you have to. I think that's it for Campbell for me. Is like, the Oilers play good in front of him. Kendall, Campbell should be fine. Mm-hmm. One
3: thing I noticed Vancouver did well on Saturday that the Oilers did not, that they could definitely help Campbell with, is clearing some shit out in front of the net. Mm-hmm. Whether that's pucks or bodies or both, like Liam said, help the guy out just a little bit. Making the third save on the rebound. Probably shouldn't expect that. He already made the first two. Clear that shit out of there. Let's wrap up the conversation about tonight's game against the Nashville Predators with a score prediction. Nation, Dan.
1: Uh, I'm saying 2 nothing Edmonton Oilers. Wow. Ooh, a soup shutout. Mm. I damn, said 4-2. 4-2. Two. Four two.
3: Four two. Stealing Stone, my thunder. Yeah, Stolen's thunder. 4-2 uh, win for me. Edmonton Oilers. I said 6-4. <laughs> High scoring game. We're betting the yeah. over. Rick?
5: You're going to see... A team go out there, you're gonna see two guys dominate. You're gonna see Connor and Leon dominate. It's gonna be a 5 1 game tonight.
4: I said on Owen Every Day that if that second line, because I don't have a lot of confidence in them, Fogel, New Jimen, if they score a five on five goal, I'm doing a shot of Crown Royal live on the show tomorrow. Shot to Crown Ooh, Royal. Delicious.
3: I know. Actually, that's a not treat that for you. Yeah,
4: that is a bit of a treat for me, but still.
3: You know what? Really? If yeah. they don't get it, you have to take two.
7: <sighs> yep.
4: now yeah,
3: that's Keep a little treat for you. Right That'd now. be a lot. Yeah or 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 Tyler maybe you treat yourself by ordering something via DoorDash ding dong did
4: that on Sunday would you have yep well there's a barbecue place on the north end I really like oh I like it I sat down watched football the driver pulled up to my door dropped off my two meat sandwich has pulled pork and brisket on it. Boy. They give you the barbecue sauce on the side and mm-hmm, pour it on top. It should, yeah. So good. And it all comes nice and quick because DoorDash is the best.
3: Holiday quick. season is fast approaching. And whether you're an overeager celebrator or a party season hermit like myself, DoorDash has your needs covered. Stay stocked up for every gathering or a cozy night in. Keep your holidays stress-free with groceries, desserts, gifts, and more. Coming right to your door with DoorDash. Now. For a limited time, our listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and use the promo code NATION25. That's 25% off, up to $10 value, and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter the code NATION25. Don't forget, Dan. That is code Nation2525% off your first order with DoorDash. Offer valid in Canada, subject to change. Terms do apply. What's the code again? Nation25. Got it. We got a segment here, boys, called Who Delivered for Our Friends at DoorDash? So, it's tough to pick one, probably, in the first two games, given how the results went. But you need to. For Our Friends at DoorDash, Tyler Ramchuk.com. Who delivered for the Edmonton Oilers?
4: I'm going to go to the third line and say, even though he maybe hasn't put up the points, Dylan Holloway has been delivering some really strong, consistent play for the Oilers. Um, He's looked good. He's forechecking hard. I haven't seen the same sort of mental mistakes, turnovers and things like that in his game that we saw last year. He's getting a couple scoring chances.
1: Holloway's buzzing. I'm going to say he delivered.
3: Nation Dan, you got to pick out somebody for our friends at DoorDash. Who delivered in the first two games, Nation Dan?
1: Well, it's pretty simple. It's the Oilers captain. It's Connor McDavid. This team is struggling for offense, and he continues to give it to us. So uh, the easy answer, the guy that delivers every time for Edmonton is Connor McDavid. Liam, you're up. Uh, Leon Dreisaitl.
6: Two goals, two games. At least he had a bit of a pulse around the net. I'll take that one.
3: Rick, who delivered for our friends at DoorDash?
5: Well, I'm ignoring that first thing on Wednesday, so I'm really only looking at Saturday, and uh, there was only one guy with three points out there, and no one really said he's going to be able to do what he did last year when it comes to his points, so I think it's the Nuge.
3: He would be in my pick as well. Who delivered with DoorDash is Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Despite the results, he picked up three points. One was a five on 5. two power play points, including the snipe. That led Tyler Uremchuk to text me immediately because he's got the leg up the low shot, and the fist pump, Sally. That is the Nuge trifecta. Again, our friends at DoorDash, we're talking about who delivered. Hit us up on Radio Podcast. Let us know who you feel delivered in the first two games. His first goal is a dad. dad Girl, dad Nuge. There you go. Nice. There you go.
4: On that topic, did you see Kemper, what he did last night after he got his first win as a dad? No, I didn't They won in a shootout against the Flames, and then Flames. Kemper, Kemper did the little rock the baby thing oh, after. That's cool. Why didn't Nuge do that when he scored? Would have been cute. He could have, like,
3: I would have Simba'd.
4: <laughs> Taking the puck?
3: If it was my first goal as a new dad, I, I'm Simba. Pick up Yamamoto. <laughs>
6: uh, I guess he's not <sighs> no time. more Yamamoto. On
4: Okay. It's a good way to get punched in the face. If there's anything about people who are maybe on the shorter side of things, I know they love being picked up.
6: <laughs> what?
4: Quinn
7: Hughes?
4: <laughs> Quinn Hughes is really good. He's super Dude, good. yeah, according to Aaron, um, I was sitting lower bowl for that game against the Canucks and like it's such a neat perspective to see how shifty he is and the way his head moves and the way he'll shake off a defender and like his facial expression has never changed. I've never seen him smile.
6: Soulless. He honestly <laughs> does
4: look soulless, which makes it even more impressive. He doesn't look like he's having fun out there. He looks like he
3: hates what he's doing yeah. all the time. It's
6: funny that his brothers Jack use because he has very so much life yeah. right? and they're completely opposite. I wonder if Luke is just right in the middle of A bit of both.
4: Yeah. Jack got all the happiness.
3: It's, it's, there's only enough to sprinkle around yeah what's the other one's name Luke how happy is he he should be pretty happy he's playing with Jack he's probably pretty happy yeah. oh maybe that's why Quinn said maybe that
4: is why Quinn said free Quinn Hughes he's on the yes. opposite side of the continent too
3: hmm no friends for Quinn Hughes no friends at all
5: you think they bug him Send like, uh, they do just do like FaceTime selfies yeah, all the time.
3: Like, Hey, and he's just <laughs> like sad. Like, no. Yeah. Good. Mom
4: and dad are always in New Jersey. Oh yeah. <laughs> Good.
3: Quinn is just always sad. You're like, Hey, you're happy today. And he goes, no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, normally this is where I would invite Kennedy in, but we didn't really plan this out all that well today. So I'm handling word association today. Oh, Oh, what do you think about that?
1: It's a new wrinkle.
4: It's nice that someone else is going to have to see how difficult it is.
3: By difficult, you mean very easy for me to do?
4: I will be the judge of that.
3: By the way, Kennedy is working on a new game, a new segment that we're workshopping that we might introduce next week, and it's fun. Instead of word like association, it. we might be killing word association. Whoa, that is surprising. Whoa. I may just keep it in my pocket for special occasions. You know? <laughs>
4: What's that meme where it's the dude at the funeral wearing like the suit and it's like showing up to my enemy's funerals or whatever, right? That's me showing up to the killing of word association.
3: See, I was gonna be, like, I thought you were gonna use the other one where it got, the guy goes,
1: Oh no. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> or the dude that's over the, over the gravestone and just, like, throwing up the... Oh, yeah, that yeah, that's like, right. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah Oh, that was the
4: yeah.
3: yeah.
1: one. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
4: yeah, sorry, that is definitely what I was thinking. About. If there's
3: one thing better than sharing memories, it's making new ones with Word Association. Ooh. These are my least favorite. I, want, I
4: don't want to protect these memories. <laughs> I do not want them protected by travel insurance. Well,
3: stay tuned for next week. We are going to upgrade this segment spot on the podcast. Alberta Blue Cross is the official travel insurance provider of the Nation Network, including the Nation Vacation that we are going to be on in less than one month's time. Going to Seattle. gonna watch a little hockey, watch a little foosball. I'm very, very excited about it. You should be excited about it too. If you're joining us, visit ab.bluecross.ca/forward/slash/travel for more information. Again, ab.bluecross.ca/forward/slash/travel. Get the travel insurance you need, or just benefits. Get yourself some health, some health insurance. I've got it. I'm a customer of Blue Cross. Liam, how do you feel? It's
6: very beneficial. It is. Very helpful. Welcome to the club. Why did you guys look at me as if like you have insurance? You were the one talking. Yeah. <laughs> I was told you are supposed to look okay. at the guy talking. Well, I wasn't I'm looking at you, Liam. Don't worry. Thank you, Dan.
3: We will go through. I'm just going <laughs> to go left to right and I'm going to end with Rick. Dan, you're up first. We'll reverse the order for the second one. Snake draft it is.
7: Done.
3: Austin Matthews goal hype, Dan.
1: Do. Liam? Warranted.
5: Poppy. <laughs> Premature? They're Definitely. saying 70. I'm only saying because they say 70 That's or whatever. Like, I saw the, the article here. come out today.
3: It's like, can Matthew score 70? I'm like, sure, make it 200. <laughs> He's not? sick. He's so much fun to watch. <laughs> he is fun to watch. There's no doubt about it. But like he does this also every year.
6: Mm-hmm. He's got to be consistent with it. He's got to stay healthy.
3: Yeah, yeah. First in the order. Ricky up first. Saturday's loss.
6: Disappointing. Tyler. Empty balloon. Hyphen in that one. Um shitty.
3: Nation dead. Disappointing. Come back at you, Nation Dan for our friends, Alberta Blue Cross. Leon versus Nashville.
1: Mayor. Mayor. Leon. Inevitable. King shit. (laughs) All right. Hyphenated. Uh, Yes. Hyphenated. Hyphenated.
3: King shit. One word. We all know that. Mm -hmm. Rick, come back to you. You're up first. The new line combos. Me. Tyler. Unnecessary.
1: Liam. Nuclear. Dan. Nerve wracking.
3: Mm-hmm. Are you ready for the last one, Dan? hmm <coughs> The lack of five on five scoring. Concerning. Liam. Unexpected. Tyler. Same old.
1: Rick.
4: Worrisome. There you go. I think we need music behind this segment. Why? I think we need like a little like. like No, I just mean like.
3: Okay, you go now. Liam will make a beat. I'll just restart the whole game. No, I I just think like
4: (laughs) if we had a little music bed,
3: that just. All right, here we go, Liam. Ready? Number one, Matthew's (laughs) goal. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 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 For Alberta Blue Cross at Word Association, we are going to have a new game from Kennedy next week. It is going to be much better than Word Association. I promise you. She pitched it to me today. Very exciting. We're going to workshop it at Nation HQ. Watch out for a video on Instagram probably.
4: I got a sneak preview. It might be.
3: It might be really funny. It's gonna be fun. I think. Yeah. I just think we need to workshop it. I'm just thinking of Bag Milk's uh, trivia game. Did not workshop before. Came on the podcast. <laughs> Execution poor. You know. I'm going to invite my boy Waz in here. Waz is. He's been gagging to pitch a segment. So we're going to invite in. Invite him on in. <laughs> Come on. But in, first,
0: guys. we'll step aside for a quick break. Crazy. Cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com.
3: <laughs> I'm texting Waz. We'll see how long it takes him to get in here. Nation Daniel probably have to help him get into the door. Oh, yes. We can just edit the spread out. He's probably on it all waiting. Probably. He's been having his ear pressed to the door the whole time. <laughs> with this a glass. is something kind of like Waz's Waz. Can you clear this up for me? I told him. Keep your phone in there, there. There he you go. There he comes. Here comes Waz. Waz, you're gonna sit. be sharing. Not even case, no sitting down. You are gonna be sharing a standing a mic drop. with me. All right, Waz, explain the bit to everybody how it works, and then I will always be the last one to answer your questions, given that we have cher Do you understand, Waz?
2: One hundred percent. How's it going, guys? Uh, so yeah, basically, uh, often on social media, I'll see the same comments about the Oilers, things that are kind of negative, and I kind of want things explained in a way that I can also maybe share from you guys on socials and just just things that bother me about the Oilers that people say, and like that's kind of wrong. But I need someone who's smarter than me, uh, smarter than me, to clear them up. Like Tyler, They're very sure.
5: articulate.
4: Call Tyler, articulate. Sure, no. just Tyler V. Was. Yes, basically
3: gotta give a shout out to our friends at Greta. They, of course, they are our official bar partner of the season. We had our season opener party there last week. It was a great time. It was great to see all of you. The folks at Canucks Army held theirs on Saturday. It was a great success. So watch out for more events from us coming up at Greta over the course of the season. Back to WASP.
2: All right. The first thing I want you guys to clear up for me is that the Orders are running a near identical team to last year. Is this a bad thing?
1: Well, last year's team made the playoffs that's a good thing Mm -hmm. generally yep last year's team made the second round of the playoffs that's a good thing generally so yes it seems like it's a good thing
4: i i would say was it's a product of them being where they are in their cup contender window it's firmly open you go look at tampa bay how different are they from the team that got eliminated at the end of last year largely the same roster. You go take a look at the Colorado avalanche. They had a disappointing end of the season. They also lost in, they lost in the first round to Seattle. Yes. How
7: exactly.
4: different is their roster? They took a flyer on Jonathan Drouin added Johansson, I guess like their top six. They didn't do anything, any big crazy splash, right? Kind of similar long lines of the Oilers. They added Brown. And running back the same core, so I think it's yeah. just a product of a the lack of cap space and b where they are in their window.
6: Yeah, I was going to say the cap space is just a product of the entire league basically yeah. being the exact same.
4: But they've been they've kind of put together
5: their nucleus yeah, of their they, team they, they in the, the last walked. couple previous years, and right now, even next season, you'll only see one to two names yeah. on that as a perimeter type of addition.
3: Yeah, they're at a point now in the the infinite build as we call it around these parts, where it's just like. You're, you're making tweaks on the outer edges. Yeah, The core's locked in. They're all signed. It wasn't going to be that many changes. Now, that's not to say we don't hope for more changes. All of us were talking about an upgrade on CZ on the right-hand side of mm-hmm. defense. Didn't happen. Will it happen closer towards the trade deadline? We shall see. Thank you so much. That was fantastic.
2: All right, so the next thing I want to ask is how, you know, we all know the Oilers are a cup contending team. Some people still think and doubt that, so, you know, as the back end was not upgraded or we have a weaker fourth line. So what makes the Oilers a cup contending team? Can you clear that up for us?
1: Connor and Connor Leon. McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. Uh Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. Connor, Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. Connor Brown on the third line. <laughs> uh, I
4: just think like no other team can put out two guys as dangerous as the Oilers can. And that will always be a massive advantage. We saw it in the playoffs last year, nobody else pissed a
1: drop. This, yeah, I mean, this league for forever has always kind of shaded towards its star players and giving them, you know, the props that they deserve and expecting them to be in that championship game. So, yeah, I mean, you have Connor McDavid and Leon Drysoddle on the same team. You're going to be a cup contender.
3: I think that arguably, since I've been working here, this is, yes, Connor and Leon, for sure, the best two players on the team is not close, not even worth discussing. But as a whole, this is arguably the best Oilers roster that I've ever covered working here.
5: Yeah, outside Connor and Leon, complimentary wise, um, this is probably yeah seventeen would be debatable. Um, other than that, you have to go back a, a long time when you well, were still in uh, you were still in school there, was Yeah, I
1: mean we've debated the two thousand sixteen 2006. versus the current iteration, and and like you said, Rick, you can't you can't. I mean, the X factor is just McDavid and Draisaitl. It just is. So it, that would, was a really good team.
2: So you would say having McDavid and Drysdale just gives – or there's a massive edge over other teams regardless, of like how good the defense is, the fourth line. It does, different. but
5: the, comp, the the rest of the roster uh, complements them very well as, as well right now.
2: So I don't know if you guys have talked about this one. Uh, Connor Bedard recently has been getting a lot of media attention. Clear this up for me. Is the Connor Bedard media attention too much right now?
6: No. He's going through five of the biggest markets in the NHL. It should have been fully expected that this was going to happen for Bedard. He's also a talent that the league needs to push on people. It will eventually die down, but it has been an absolute gauntlet for them. One thing on Boston, Pittsburgh, Chicago, Chicago will be the, obviously the home opener. Toronto, Montreal, and Colorado. Like that was it, Colorado? Yeah, yeah like There's, yeah, to be ago. expected.
3: And I think it was uh, Frank Saravalli, I think I said it, he said it on your show, Tyler. We. Die for this league to promote its players. Yep. We talk about it all the time that the NHL does a bad job of promoting its <laughs> players. And now they're actually doing a good job of promoting who, who a kid who's supposed to be or hopefully going to be the next one. I don't see how it's a problem at all. Get the NHL out there. Market the best players. He is one of the best up and coming young talents in the league showcase him
5: yes most How of would, the most of the fight against this so far i've heard has been like it's good good players. good but what about connor what about like our connor what about our, well guess what it missed it didn't happen it's over get over it yeah. this is what they need to do now and if they can do it right now with bedard there's no reason why you can't start to sprinkle in some Connor mcdavid while he gets going this, this I, year too
1: i was just going to say my counterpoint is is that i think that the, the, the detractors that you're hearing are the Mitch Marners, the Taylor Halls, the current players in the league are saying that it's too much of this one kid. And that's where I think the league could take some time to spread it out a little bit, not just talk to Berdard and, and start talking to the McDavid's and the dry sidles of the world too. But on top of that, I think this year will be a big, big
6: one for the league in the terms of promoting their own players. Like McDavid's on national TV in the U S 12 times which is the most he's ever been on. So they're doing a good job at trying to do that, but the schedule still does suck a lot.
4: Yeah. I mean, like this happens in every sport too. We maybe just don't hear about it. Like people who pay close attention to the NFL are sick of the Patrick Mahomes love, but it's yeah. necessary because you need that much attention on your stars. So casual fans, like, I mean, there are people in this room who are not the biggest NFL fans, but when I say who's the best player in the NFL, you know, One Patrick Mahomes. Yeah
3: oh pinball
4: clemens <laughs> he would have been just needed a oh, chance ran yes. <laughs> Okay, thank you appreciate it uh, so
7: the
2: last one we'll gonna go back to the oilers and of course it's been a big debate over the last two games stewart jack campbell you think the oilers goaltending right now generally is good enough to go far in the playoffs and have a good successful regular season as well
4: yes right now no. yes Not in this current moment, because I don't have a lot of confidence in it, but in general, the two two goaltenders. Yes. My answer is probably just because we know they're each capable of getting on really, really hot streaks. And if that happened at the right time, it's Bobrovsky, right? Bobrovsky a year ago, flaming hot garbage worst contract than the sport Bobrovsky four months ago holy shit this guy's the best goalie in the league again you just need guys capable of getting hot for a really long time I can't say it's a for sure yes but you can also can't say it's a for sure no
5: all I'm asking out of these guys once you get to the playoffs is average t- average average um, league goaltending because the rest of the team is good enough that it should be able to get it by but you're- yes it does help you if you can have a goaltender come out and make a thousand stops in one game mm-hmm. but this team's not built that way this team needs to be outscoring the other team whether it be two one or fifteen to two, but
4: what if you could get UC Soros?
6: Oh no! Oh, Tell him the trade.
3: Tell me the trade. Oh. Tell him
6: the trade, and just so everyone knows,
3: oh, feel Liam, like this. Liam this, got mad at me about this. Was this was, this was probably, bubbling up before we got here? You see how fast he said that?
6: No, for this on the Oilers,
4: Hang on
3: every day. I people, need to hear the trade. Go yeah. ahead.
4: This is my my hypothetical for what I think it would cost to get UC Soros. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Jack Campbell, two first round picks. Broberg and Holloway. No, that's ridiculous. Bro,
7: you do are it. Are you though? kidding
4: you have me? To do it. You have to do it.
3: How,
4: hang on. I got holy it's the, it's shit. Like the top three goalie in the league. You can
5: questions. spend a million dollars on a Ford tempo too. It doesn't mean you have to
3: <laughs> hang on. What year is the Ford tempo? <laughs> what does your contract look like? And how long has he got left? Five, five
4: million bucks? And he's got one more year. Oh man, that's <laughs> heavy this cost. year and one more. So you get two playoff
2: runs. That is a heavy
3: cost. You can though. re-sign him. Maybe. maybe. Probably.
2: I have a question over that. Would you retain salary at Campbell and,
4: no, no. Okay. So you're you have to give up one first round pick just to get out of Campbell, and then you're giving up Broberg Holloway and a first for Sorrows, Dan.
1: It's a steep price, but to me, if you can bring in a a number one goalie that's going to pull the Bobrovsky or whatever for you in the playoffs, yeah. Why are we
6: hugging prospects? It's not about hugging prospects. It's the fact that nobody pays that price in the league. So why Because you need
4: to get, you need to pull Soros out of Nashville. Last season,
6: the Oilers needed a top four defenseman and it only costs them a first, a prospect and Barry. Barry. Now you're essentially doubling that.
4: But it was a 32-year-old defenseman who made a decent amount sure. of money. Barry was a positive asset, not a negative. You're getting a goalie, more premium That's position, shit. four years younger with that extra year at a premium cap it and you're dumping a bad, bad contract in the process.
5: That bad contract's only going to look, look better every offseason coming forward. I think it might continue to look worse. It can't. When, you're, when your salary cap keeps increasing the way it's going in the next three years, that $5 million for having $7 million I'm, for two man. goaltenders
4: is not that bad.
3: I just want to say I'm way more open to this than everybody else is. I, I'm not against the idea of getting sorrows. No, The ads. idea of giving up. No, I'm talking about so Philip
4: Broberg is a borderline third pairing
3: defenseman see, right now. Like, Dylan Holloway is a borderline third Dylan line winger in a second. Broberg, I'm not really too fussed about losing that as a piece. Me neither. I'm, I'm pulling for him. I'm cheering for him. All that stuff is true. I want him to succeed here. You know.
1: But there's serviceable players in the AHL that could replace him. No. Yes, <laughs> there you is. Mean, no? Ben Gleason could give you what Broberg <laughs> gives
3: you. Holloway. So that Rick's going to leave. <laughs> <laughs> Holloway. That one would hurt. Oh, that one man. hurt. Me. Cause I, he, we haven't even seen what he could be. The two first man, that's now, but they should be low firsts.
6: Yeah. But they're still first round picks,
4: they but have, they should be 32nd overall, baby. <laughs>
6: <laughs> Woo! But they have hold value. Sure. I just think you're underselling what is in there. Essentially, you're giving up four first round picks in some regard. Yeah, no. Like, if yeah, it was just, the would Philip Robert get you a first right now if you went to trade well, him? Well, that's not the argument. Last nope. season, when Carlson was going through his process of mm-hmm. being like, we want four first round picks, and Jacob Chikrin was the same. They said that former first round picks were equivalent to a first round pick. So therefore, you're giving up maybe a, maybe a late second. We're
7: but those
4: those second. were different situations because Arizona nope. needed to trade Chickering because he wanted out, was not going to sign there. Yes, Eric Carlson's old and his contract sucked ass, and he had a no trade. I I don't know. I and Soros is in his prime, two more years, <laughs> unbelievable cap hit, bona fide top three goalie in the NHL. Who would. He I, would and you're worried because you're giving up third line Dylan Holloway. I'm not
6: worried about what you're giving up. I'm worried that the Oilers don't need to pay that much because no one has ever paid. If a you could, I ever. know, but it,
4: well, not not ever. But what? if you like, if when you when could get him for less, like you could. I'm saying if that was the price, if you called Nashville right now, if I had Barry Trotz on my phone and I said Barry, we're doing Why it. What's you? the cost? Barry, where's your
6: neck? And he said <laughs>
4: that. He said that right now. You say no. I yep. say,
6: give me Tommy Novak as well. So then, but then now you're at the point where
4: you're like, oh, I'm not getting the best goalie in the world or one of the best goalies in the world. Cause I, cause they won't give me Tommy Novak oh,
6: I'm not saying I'm not hundred percent out on the idea of making that trade. I just think the others can make a better trade if SARS is even available. But right now, if Barry Trotz is on the line and you held the keys to it, do you say yes or no to that trade
4: today? Right now, Leo. right now in the moment. No. Uh, Pring. Hello. That's insane. No. I'm like, Everyone oh, who disagrees with me, insane today. Fifty-six percent. You are out of touch. Well. You take
3: you take Holloway out of that deal, then I'm I'm all
6: soft. in.
4: You got, you got you got a give to get, bro. Broberg doesn't have a lot of value.
3: But right but now, you're also you're tagging up on the two NHL
4: You got to get rid of Campbell, three? which is a big ask.
3: So in this, you got three firsts. If
4: three firsts for sorrows and a first to get rid of Campbell is how I justified that ask.
3: Get rid right? of Holloway. I'm in.
6: I would have to do more research on it to How long is I think people are underselling
4: wonderful. Broberg still.
6: I think I more, think Broberg plays. He's gonna be okay. Yes. Right now, in that deal, take away the names, you're giving away three NHL players and two first round picks. Hmm. Whichever way you want to look at it, Actually, you are. <laughs> like, question: When was
2: the last time we saw like a blockbuster goalie trade in NHL? Though? Never. So that's
6: I looked something. through this. And it Thomas. was very difficult to find. Probably Luongo. It, yeah, it is. And then Hubert Thomas Luongo. Vokun. I think it, we spoke about this last week. Actually.
4: Like, there's been deadline deals. Like, Flurry was moved at the deadline, but that's, like, a bad example because he was a pending free agent it's and all tough, that. Like,
6: like, Corey Schneider was, where was, was it blockbuster, but he was... And just, and just remember he what he
4: did
5: in Jersey when he got there because everybody was telling you how good he was in Vancouver. They asked for the moon and the sun from us. Thankfully, we didn't do that. And what happened when he got the jersey?
1: Ray
3: So if you want the Luongo trade, I've got it now. Just remember, this is in 2006, so we're talking about almost 20 years ago, traded from the Florida Panthers, along with Lucas,
4: Lucas Krychek,
3: Krychek, and a sixth round pick who turned into Sergei Shurikov, went to Vancouver and the Panthers got Todd Bertuzzi, Brian Allen, Alex Alden, a conditional pick in the 2007 draft.
1: So Tyler built this trade off of that trade.
6: (laughs) Wasn't Brian Allen like a fifth overall pick or something weird like that?
3: Brian Allen was a fourth overall pick. Yep.
6: Wow. You didn't give him enough credit. (laughs) Just like Mm Tyler is not giving Philip Broberg enough credit. Uh
3: So that's a monster trade. Weigh in on this. If you're listening to this, I would love to hear from you. Owen Radio podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Back to Wasp.
2: One well, last question. More so for Dan, back and Rick. You guys probably answer this. Uh, why why didn't the Roadrunners work in Edmonton? Like, can it work now? And the Flames have you know the Hitmen and the Wranglers. So I'm just kind of curious about that.
1: Well, easy answer is is that this city is the Edmonton Oilers city first, and then everybody else after that. And it's tough for any hockey team to try and grab that that bit of market space there. But. I actually was one of the first pre- people that emailed the Roadrunners and told them they're going to fail. There you go. I got that old email. I can bring it up. Why would you do that? Why? That's so mean. I just had a feeling that this was a bad idea to move them out of Toronto. <laughs> I like that you felt the need to email. Them I know. As well as that. <laughs> Back in the day, like um, they literally came here in a season we didn't have hockey. It was a lockout. Yeah, yeah they left yeah. Toronto and came here from Edmonton. I also told them they were going to fail in Toronto. That was another part of it.
3: I'd like. I'd love for the Oilers um, farm team to be closer, but at the same point, Bakersfield isn't that far, dude. We have airplanes. Yeah, exactly. This, like, isn't, you know, this like, is it's ridiculous.
5: It's like, you need your junior player to be, or you need your HL player to be down the street.
6: Why? And also, think, people may not realize this, but the others do play on the road. Yeah, like it's so no not sense. always at home. You gotta have them in
5: it's the thing same building. Why? Like if, if
3: you, if I think you said, people, bag milk. You're gonna have the HL team in Everton. And like, cool. Yeah,
5: yeah or, or it's in Bakersfield. Like, See, that's just it, right. though. Like. No, Dan was right. This city doesn't show up for that.
3: That is one hundred percent true. They are. The we're both about the
5: Oilers and not anything else. Otherwise, you'd at see the more. The Hawks. Who? How many people showed up for at the, the uh, when the welkings were were pushing for the dub? Not a lot. Uh, not at as Ren, many, at Rexall. They they were at Rexall, okay, okay. That's fine.
6: Sellout. It was unreal. Most yeah, because the Oilers stunk. But after
5: so- that, but after that, and then you look at the Golden Bears, who were always up there. Tyler, you're at every oh, single. Oh, those game. games are
4: hot down the stretch.
5: But yeah, but you're talking about the same people going. You don't have this. You don't have um, a wide variety of people going. You have the same people going, right?
3: Students. Yeah. Frankly, I don't give a fuck if anybody goes to watch the AHL team. It'd be cool if they're here. That's all I'm saying. I think you should always see
5: say- That's why, you know what? I'm, I'm all, like, if they're not, we o- talk o- about having like the girls' league come here too, right? And I would love to see it, but at the same time, I don't want to see a, a franchise come here and nobody show up because they're only going to see the Oilers and then it fail.
4: Ed- Edmonton does have a bit of a reputation of not being a hockey town, being an it's Oilers' true. town. It's 100% so,
3: 100% true. Well, there you go. There you have it, Waz. Good.
2: Thank you. That's all I had. You guys were amazing. good
3: questions.
5: Good social content. Thank you. Waz, you didn't even take notes though, so I'm not sure what you're getting out of this.
3: Yeah, Waz, I want a full report back from you Um, afterward on everything you've learned today. (laughs) You file that with Dan by 4 (laughs) p.m. There goes Waz. He might take that seriously. I would love to read that. If he does that, I'm gonna read it on the next podcast.
4: There you go.
3: There you go. That is Waz's. Can you clear this up for me?
6: Thanks, Waz. There you go. I thought it was going to be one question. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> it was better that way, probably. Yeah, it was good questions. Yeah, it was. I liked how it was all questions we hadn't really discussed on the show. That's like exactly the yeah. AHL one we've like never talked about. That
1: I assumed it was going to be like home building, home improvement <laughs> questions or something.
6: <laughs> I was very worried the first question was going to be something like, "Why do we always play on Nurse" or something like that. No. I mean, we've reviewed this already. No, they were like, <laughs> <it, laughs> good questions.
3: Yeah, because like I, I kind of I was like. Man, if this doesn't work, we're going to roast you for it. (laughs) (laughs) They were good. Yeah. So stay tuned for more. Clear that up for me with Was. We'll just make sure that he has to maintain a standard of the questions. Uh, Before we wrap up the podcast, I just want to look ahead at the schedule a little bit. So tonight we discussed at length the Oilers are in Nashville. Do you like that they start off two losses and then they hit the road? I kind of do. Bring the boys together a little bit. You can go for dinner. You can kind of be, you know, I feel like a little jealous, especially in Nashville, like they two
4: days off. Nashville.
3: Played a little guilty today.
4: <laughs> yeah, I mean,
3: I
5: like the fact they get on the road for a couple early. Like I mean, you can't really predict the how they're gonna do in the first two games, blah blah, blah. But I do like getting on the road and getting some uh, some bonding time early.
6: I, I think it's a good good place to start the season.
3: They finish off the month on the road, actually. Uh, we've got Nashville tonight. Obviously, we've got Philly on Thursday. That is a I know must win game is ridiculous. Yeah, thing stop, to say. Don't even say that. You got to beat Philly. They suck ass.
6: Yeah, they do. Dude, Toronto lost play, to Chicago last
5: I night.
3: I don't care. Toronto won their first two games.
5: Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, every team in the league is hard. Every team in the league can bring it at any given night. Go out and play your game. I don't think you can worry about who you're playing against. You need to go out and do your own thing.
6: Did you see Chicago's power play is 0%? Yeah, but that'll happen.
3: I'm going to Chicago. (laughs) I'm interested to see, like, how long it's going to take Connor Bedard to learn things that aren't working for him right now at the NHL level. Because some of the moves he tries, he would be like, you know that worked in junior. Yeah. Can't win a face-off save his life. <laughs> well, nobody can in their rookie, it seems like.
4: Uh, we had on Daily Face-Off Live, every Monday, we have John Goyens. He was a coach in the queue. He's been a coach for a long time. He comes on and gives us film breakdowns. Mm-hmm. And he broke down the first ever power play the Hawks got in the Bedard era. The Penguins played him like he was OV. They had two guys, and they basically boxed him out. Like, he was in that OV spot, and they played him identical to how they would play Ovechkin. And, like, the attention he's getting is crazy on the power play. Who's so that on, on their one. power
5: play, though? Because it's I feel like... like that Perry... yeah, Ces Jones... Didn't play last year. Ces so the, did any of these guys play with each other last year? Because Halsey no, no, wasn't Michael. there. Bedard wasn't there. Perry wasn't there. If Jones was there. None of those guys
4: were there. Who's the fifth? Uh, Lucas Reichel, I think. Yeah, Lucas Reichel. He also pointed out that there's a bunch of chances. You can go pull up the segment on the Daily Face off YouTube if you're more interested in this, but there's been a bunch of chances they've been generating where Bedard will, like, seem a pass through four sticks... And the guy like won't have a stick on the ice or the guy will like get it and like not be ready to shoot. And the Bedard keeps setting up our chances and everyone on the Hawks is like surprised. They're getting the look.
3: That's why I said he will not get a hundred points because the rest of the team sucks.
6: That's what I said too. I don't think you will. I think he's on yeah. pace right now. A 77. Maybe oh, that was the before year? last fight. nice game. He would be the fourth by a rookie in however long fourth most. The, yeah, it was like jet, it was like uh, worked out through like era data or whatever they call it. Era adjusted? Yeah, that one.
3: Mm. Uh, just to finish off the schedule here for October, we've got the Jets late on Hockey Night Canada on Saturday, then another two day break and they are in Minnesota on Tuesday, New York Rangers on the Thursday, the 26th, and then nothing until back, back home. home
5: 29th on the 29th,
3: which is interesting because right now I'm looking at Plus
5: five the for the record.
3: How they have it on their website is weird this year. It's like get flights to the Heritage Classic. I'm like, but I don't need a flight.
5: <laughs> go, go to right. the airport, go up, come back down. All right. You can start drinking earlier. Though I was to Chili's.
3: Drive oh, yeah. the red deer, fly yeah. back. Amen. <laughs> there you have yeah, it. Plus really... plus
5: five right now. I think was the last I saw for uh, the the temperature it's on. A little the... too
4: warm. It's really hard to tell what's a home game and what's an away game.
3: Yeah, that's what I mean. Like. Do you see what I'm saying? Oh,
4: this Saturday is a home game.
3: Yeah.
7: Yeah.
4: Oh, I made plans. I got to cancel them.
7: Oh, so
3: (laughs) this Saturday is a home game? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, because it's red square. Yeah. Like what? I literally used to be completely different colors. I know. Orange and blue. Okay. So they do other. If you were yelling at your radio like 10 minutes ago, five seconds ago, when I said the others finished this.
5: (laughs) Well, I was curious because of the 29th. I was like, well. Regardless of what it looks like on there, everyone should know what the 29th is.
1: We listed the opponents. You like, figure out if I'm they're home or away. Game. I'm literally
3: going to that game. And I was like, it's on the road. Where am I going? <laughs>
1: well, that's <laughs> why I wear, wear a few a
5: less layers for that game than the uh, original game outside. That's why
1: I wear a helmet wherever I go. <clears throat> yeah. Safety first. Often confused. We've had we've had more podcasts this year than the Oilers have had games. That is true. That is true. And wins. You know what? And, and wins.
3: wins. Amen. <laughs> last thing, i just want to give a quick shout out to our friends at cornerstone insurance if you go check them out at cornerstoneins.ca use the promo code nation you can get yourself a little discount on your insurance products and just get a quote right there on the website you know you need insurance get a little bit cheaper cornerstoneins.ca forward slash nation gentlemen final thoughts ahead of tonight's game against as a national predators uh, Just win, mean, baby. baby yes make a save Make a save, score a goal, get the win. Just do it,
4: Leon. Just handle this one. We're good. It's my other one. Worry about, worry about the team effort Nick, later in the week in
1: Philly. <laughs> Just do this one, Leon. Or at home <laughs> against Philly, whatever. Okay, Who knows? I don't that. know.
4: Every day, like, this website sucks. Every day is going to be a guess to me. I'll be like, are the Oilers at home tonight? I don't know.
5: But you know it's the red square now. Um, you oil. know what? Way too difficult. Red square home? Orange
1: Orange (laughs) home. Why is it a red square for a team that has no red in its colors?
4: Oh, because it's the Rogers wrapped in red event.
1: Oh, no. No.
4: Don't even start. It's going to be the worst. Can't wait for it to come back. Anyway. I'm still upset with the
5: NHL for making this game and this exact time and everything. Like... We should be in Nashville for for this game. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, fuck they schedule maker. Yeah, yeah they, the first, second week of
6: October. So Come now on. you'll you'll get away from the schedule maker. You'll be on my train. The NHL schedule sucks, and I will never ever defend it. You wrote about this yesterday. Oh, it's horrendous. Yesterday there was seven games
1: at five o'clock.
4: I love it. <laughs> I, I, I love need that. sensory overload and then a twenty minute <laughs> that's
1: intermission, that's intermission to relax. I uh, hey, hold on. I was in bed at nine thirty <laughs> tonight last night. I was all good with that. <laughs> oh, How's scraps going practice? right now at hockey fights? Really good. Really good. If you'd like to check out some of the fights, we got the fight of the year probably already from Alex Veal and or sorry, Alex Galant and Jeffrey Veal of the uh, Wranglers and Oh, that was a good idea night. That was Saturday. Or something Friday yet? night. Friday night that was. And then uh Reeves fought Jacqueline in the opening game and fought Marcus Fellino in the second that game. Jumped. And well, didn't you hear it? Yeah, is a quote, he got jumped. Fortunately, and just like the schedule makers with last hang on a year. second.
3: I didn't. I didn't actually see the fight. Did Wi-Fi actually jump him? No, no he it, hit him from behind.
1: He hit yeah, the guy yeah. right in the numbers for one.
5: Dude is yeah. right up against the boards. I think that kind of like relieved him from getting his penalty. And then, and then, yeah, Wi-Fi was right there and just turned him around. He didn't Reeves. jump him.
1: Reeves has been throwing his body around. Notice good the first few games. So good. Yeah, What's wrong with that? love that. It's good. Yeah, Do you notice team. who fought last night?
5: Did I notice? Yeah, Which really one? Oh, Noah Gregor. Well, Noah Noah got in
1: his first scrap last night, did but uh, he yeah,
6: did
5: been pretty good. Eh, that yeah. one wasn't much of a fight there. That yeah. was, was a good was tussle, tussle, tussle. It was
1: yeah. it was based off of a hit. You can see it on Hockey Fight social media. Yeah. It was a hit that wasn't really a hit, and the Blackhawks were convinced it was dirty, so they fought. It the was, the yeah,
5: it was yeah, it was yeah, uh, it was taking care of was something that happened the in the previous. However, the
1: other fight was
5: yeah, our old our old friend uh, oh, Clean costume with uh, yeah. Uh, Gabranson. Yeah. yeah, he he, he threw down really nice.
1: There was quite a few comments online afterwards uh, from Red Wing fans, and Red Wing former player uh, Darren McCarty commented and said that the Red Wings have been missing that for their from their organization for a long time. So
3: I already miss him. In yeah. fact, no offense to Adam Ernie, seeing him wear number twenty one hurts my heart a little. A bit disrespectful, a little bit. Yeah, it's and like, like, like if, if if Kennedy brought back the twenty one, can you do something for me? Memes like it doesn't hit the same. Oh, no, you know,
6: should have probably just re-signed that guy.
3: Anyway. <laughs> That's Oilers Nation Radio for a Tuesday. We'll be back Friday. Go Oilers! We'll be talking about two wins on the next podcast. You can book it with Liam's money.
2: Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you chiching. ching Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage.